0: Good evening. Thank you for coming. Uh, Continuing in our discussion, we've been talking about uh, making brachot or a zimun uh, when there is food that is asur, that is forbidden, uh, being consumed. So one of the questions that we asked, I think we're now in a place that maybe we could uh, answer, is what happens? We've been talking about the person actually, uh, well... I guess, if the food is inherently problematic, so it's gonna be an issue for everyone at the table. But we asked a question, let's say someone stole something uh, and the other people at the table, are they gonna make a bracha, are they not gonna make a bracha, right, Jim? That was your question, yeah? Okay, so I think we have enough information now that we could uh, uh, perhaps attempt an answer. Um, that's my way of saying that I did like a little bit of research, but insufficient research. Um, I, I didn't see anyone who asked the question immediately, so it must be that we could extract the principles ourselves. So l- let's figure it out. So we said, if the people know that this is uh, an item that's stolen, right? If it's pig, so they know, uh, of course, they're, they're not supposed to eat it, right? If it's, uh, they didn't know it was pig, and it turns out they ate bishogig, so then we said bishogig, uh maybe uh, it would be okay to uh, to make a bracha achrona and you, you would be good to go, right? That's uh, what we ended up saying? No? Okay. All right. Yeah, more or less. Fine. So let's say it's uh, the case of something which is stolen. So if they know, they're not allowed to consume that either, even though they're not the ones who stole it. Uh, if you know that this is a stolen item, you're not allowed to go ahead and you're, you're not allowed to consume it. If they didn't know and then it turns out after the fact, hold on one second, this is really something which was stolen. So again, they're in a situation of shogeg. It sounds like they should be okay. We said it's best... Uh, they said, if we reach the point of spia, meaning that there's a biblical obligation to save your katamazon then you should say it. If not, then maybe you could uh, avoid it. So I think that at the end of the day, we would end up treating them like the person involved themselves. We did make a distinction. Did they make a shinoid? Did they make a change in the object? Did they not make a change in the object? And again, I think we would just fall back and treat the person like, uh, treat uh, the guests like the person who actually did the stealing. So... And yet, At the end of the day, I think the answer is treat them just like you would treat uh, the person themselves, and all those halachot would apply over it. That's my guess. Okay, and uh, we'll continue insuffic- re- insufficient research-, research until we hopefully get the answer to the question. Good. One last point uh, for tonight, to begin a discussion. We're not going to get to the end of it. The Shechan Ruch says, So let's say a person has to eat something which is forbidden, but they're doing so in a time of danger, meaning uh, it's something that is necessary. Let's say for simplicity's sake, it's a medical emergency. And the doctor says, eat this thing which isn't kosher. Okay, so you've got to listen to the doctor. So in that case, we say you make a bracha. Make a bracha before, you make a bracha after. And he doesn't mention the zimun, so we'll have to talk about that. Let's look at the Mishnah He says, even if it's something which is uh, biblically forbidden, if it's makom sakana, let's say it was an illness, uh, so then you would still make the bracha before and after. He says, vatam, tekiman de sakanahu ka'achil. Why is it that it's okay? At the end of the day, it's not kosher. You're making a bracha. We said that's a niyot, right? That angers Hashem. So he says, no, in this case, even though officially the Torah says you're not allowed to eat it, but because you need to in this situation of danger, so then hetera kachil. You're not eating something which is forbidden. You're eating something which is permitted. At the end of the day, it is pig, but you, in this current situation, uh, not only may you eat it, but you must eat it. Ba'adu Mitzvah ka'avid lahatzil nafsho. If anything, you're doing the opposite. It's not something forbidden, but it's a mitzvah. To eat this object. It's like eating uh, matzah and pesach, right? You literally are performing mitzvah, uh, The Pasuk tells us vechaybahem that we're supposed to live by the mitzvah, lo They're supposed to live by the mitzvah, we're not supposed to die because of the mitzvah. Obviously, there are exceptions to that rule, right? Mainly the three cardinal sins. There are other situations as well. But as far as eating something which is forbidden, Torah tells you, no, in such a situation, you go ahead and you would eat it, and therefore, uh, we obviate any concerns about bracha, make the bracha before, make the bracha after, right? As far as zimun that's not as clear not as clear Uh, we would probably argue in that situation don't sit with uh, three people meaning don't create a tseruf so that a zimun would be required okay if you did after the fact so then we'd probably say go ahead and make the zimun but otherwise we would tell you don't don't right you need to eat this thing they don't uh, need to be involved you don't need to eat with them everyone sit separately don't create a tseruf and you should be good to go one interesting thing. Uh, that uh, at the very end here, the Ramah says, So look uh, later on in Siman Reish Uh what's going on over there. So the Mishaburah tells us, so we don't have to flip. He says, uh, Over there it's taught, The Ramah over there also mentions, Let's say it's not a case where the doctor told you, you got to eat it, right? It's a situation of danger. But let's say the guy forces you to eat it. Okay, he puts a gun to your head. Right, so now this is a little bit different. It's similar, it's similar in that it is a case of sakana, technically, right? You're in a situation of danger, and you don't have to give up your life, hypothetically, right? But uh, here the Ramah says that if he puts the gun to your head, they're forcing you, so then even though you have to eat it, and we might want to argue that again, it's a sakana, it's mipnei sakana therefore it should be a mitzvah. So we're going to have to figure out why is that case different? Right? Why would Ramah change his mind and say, oh, when, the doctor tells you you have to eat it, good, make all the brachos. When the guy puts the gun to your head, we say, don't make the brachos. Why, why would there be a distinction between the two? Yes, sir? Maybe, like, if the guns to your head, you're not going to really eat and be satisfied. Potentially, potentially we could argue, right? That would, that might help us for the for the zimun. It wouldn't necessarily help us for maybe maybe benching would help us, but it wouldn't help us for the other brachot before and after. So we'll have to see. Why should there be a distinction? But again, you'll have to keep coming back.